0: Welcome, everybody. Share number six hundred and thirteen. We're learning today. Getting back to our malacha of tzoveya, coloring dime. So we're coming towards the end. Of course, there's always a lot more to talk about. Um, we, I just want to go through a few more ins and outs here and there. Um, and see how they apply. Now, I just want to make uh, one thing straight that sometimes uh, there's certain tests that have to be done on Shabbos, uh, physical tests, urine tests, whatever the case is, uh, changing of colors, dying, or the like. Obviously, these we're not even getting going to begin to talk about that. Um, everybody has to know the situation. Uh, you know, if it's Shaila's P'kuach Nefesh, whatever, there's nothing to talk about. It's allowed to be done. Um, even if it's a chayla she'en bo'isakana, one has to double double-check with their Rav, and there's these type of things we don't want to talk, talk about. It shall, we should all be gesund and stark, but need be, everybody should definitely consult their, um, their Rav, their own Rabbonim, in reference to these tests and these various different inyanim, because obviously there's different levels, there's, 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 nefesh. Uh, we said everything goes, that's not the question, um, but there are various different types of inyanim, so that everybody should consult and find out on their own, um, their own situation, and of course the test, the type of test and what's being done. Okay, but moving right along, just to the regular standard things, we're trying to finish off, the malach again, seveya, dying, just a quick note. He brings down the Sefer Lamedes Malachis, page seven forty seven, disclosing tablets designed to cause the plaque on the teeth to change color and become visible when the tablet is chewed. I guess there's certain types of tablets whereby when they're chewed, this is not, obviously, this is not for a food purposes, but simply thereby enabling the user to see where the teeth may still need brushing, let's say, in cases which we're going to see um, if one could use a dry toothbrush or they, they want to have to floss or whatever. And, and this, by chewing this tablet, apparently, um, it colors certain parts of the teeth, leaving over the um, uh, the plaque. It shows you where the plaque is and so on. Actually, the plaque itself on the teeth change color and become visible. These type of things are also not supposed to be done. This, when again, we're not talking about rifuiz over here. It's just simply um, changing color on the teeth, so somebody could check and see whatever. But these things shouldn't be used on Shabbos because of the fact that the tablet produces a desirable, a desirable coloring effect for the user. Right? It just brings that down. It's important to keep in mind. Now, as far as the brushing teeth, we'll get a little bit more into in the melacha of dash But in general, just real quickly, brushing teeth on Shabbos um, would be allowed only without toothpaste. Again, we've been mentioning over there in the of Dash that you can't use any toothpaste and with a dry toothbrush. Uh, Lefira Moshe, it should be separate, a separate toothbrush for Shabbos per se, but definitely um, you can't use any toothpaste and the toothbrush has to be dry because of the fact of Schita Cyrus squeezing out the toothbrush. Okay, but we'll talk a little bit more about that over there. Bez Hashem. So that's, even now, now as far as this using this, this, closing tablet that apparently shows off the plaque or, or, or colors the plaque on the teeth or the like, even though it's a quick thing, but even though it's temporary coloring, as we know, even temporary coloring is still would-be usamidra Rabbanan, so that can be used Another interesting case. It brings down invisible inks. What about invisible dyes, invisible inks? Somebody might think, well, it's in, it's invisible. It's uh, you know, these um, uh, it's like a playful type of a thing that they, they, they spill on on a certain thing. It, it it it's there for a short period, or or immediately it starts to fade away. Whatever cases, but all these inks and dyes may not be spilled on a garment or fabric. Even though the inking effect are very temporary, it's uh, that's the whole point of it. It's called a visible ink because of the fact that even temporary coloring, again, the same thing, even temporary coloring is not supposed to be used on Shabbos. So again, invisible inks, invisible dyes, and just some these type of things. Again, we're not getting into uh, the the inyanim where certain things have to be used for refu. That's not the issue. We're just going through some various um, uh, ins and outs here and there to keep in mind. Again, it's invisible uh, inks, invisible dyes should not be used also because of severe. Now, he brings down further, page 743, it's uh, a coloring effect that lasts for only a fleeting moment. We spoke about the the glasses um, that change colors when one goes outside in the sun. I think we said the name was photo gray lenses. Um, in other words, they go outside; it changes darker color, and they come inside; it changes lighter. So we said that's nothing because of the fact that again, it's a fleeting. It's a it's a type of a coloring that's just a fleeting moment of a very brief period. Mammish, uh, you know, in and out, back and forth. So it's usually permissible. These type of things will be allowed if it occurs without any intention or need for color. So, for example, it brings some other uh, examples that there's of course nothing wrong with pouring ketchup on a plate. Let's say the plate is white, and they, somebody pours ketchup on the plate. Somebody might say, "What do you mean? I'm coloring the plate." So, even though the plate is tempor- tempor- temporarily being colored in an area where the ketchup was poured, that's no problem. Likewise, it's perfectly permissible to uh, affectionately pinch a child, let's say, on a cheek, uh, in an, obviously in a nice way. You know, somebody goes, oh, Shane Yingler, they they give a kneppel, you know, for the for a child, something along those lines. Um, it shouldn't be too hot, obviously, but let's say the the, the cheek turns a, a little bit reddish. Sometimes person might say, one second, I'm putting color into the cheek. That's, of course, also no problem. Uh, even though it might get a little reddish, because the coloring effect is very brief and unintentional. These are all you know, really nothing. If somebody takes a, uh, let's say, a piece of colored paper and puts it on a light color counter, that's also no problem. These are not in yonim of dyeing or coloring. Again, we, it has to be for a, a little drop of time, um, not just a fleeting moment in and out, like we said, and it has to become part of the item. In other words, enhancing the surface, not enhancing the surface, not where one is putting one item on top of another. Um, that was the whole thing when we spoke about about the Shabbos makeup with the, um, as far as dry powder um, on top of cheeks. But again, we spoke about that and we said everybody has to look into their own, um, what the, what, if something has to be used, if they could use it and talk to their own Rabonim, um, reference to the various different types of companies and how it's being made and so on. But Shastam putting a piece of colored paper on top of a light surface or ketchup on a white plate, Dizinyanim uh, is not a problem of coloring and this has nothing to do with the of Tzevea. Just real quickly, we spoke about last time um, in reference to removing makeup. In general, the, the Sefer Shabbos uh, home brings down one is allowed, one is permitted to remove make, uh, cosmetics like we spoke about, such as face powder, eye makeup. Uh, lipstick, nail polish from one skin on shops. However, one may not use a cream remover because applying the cream violates the malach of smoothening, of memachek um, and memareach. So you have to be careful not to put these type of cream removers. Also, um, somebody mentioned to me, in, they have these wipeys, These ty- It's like a baby wipe type of a thing. Also, in reference to removing makeup, one should not use that. Just uh, using a regular, we mentioned last time, a... Um, a clean, uh, uh, regular uh, napkin, regular pre cut paper towel. Also, when wiping the makeup, we said also that not preferably not to use the cloth uh, because of the fact that's running into a question, also, even though it's Derek Lichluch. I just want to stress again, he brings on the shop Shabbos home also in reference to these type of urine tests and so on. Um, any type of bechlal, we spoke about it at the beginning of the year, any type of medical test where it's a changing of a color is running into a problem of tevea, but they must talk to a Rav, um, the, again, depending on the, the situations, so depending on what they're doing it for and depending on what's taking place. So obviously everybody t- has to consult their own... Um, Rabbanim, and find out. But not just to say, well, it's I'm going to be Machmir, and not to say I'll be Meiko. Well, they have to find out. But, you know, sometimes it's a matter of, uh, of a shaila of gezunt, and somebody has to do it. And sometimes it doesn't have to be done. So they all, everybody in their own situation, when it comes to taking these various types of urine tests and so on, um, you know, he brings down also the Sefer Shabbos home, that in case of need, one must consult with a halachic authority for guidance and not to make these decisions on their own. So therefore, we're not going to say one way or the other on our shiurim for shonat. Sure now, I do want to mention one thing, which is important to keep in mind. Um, the, in reference to the talcum powder, we, we, we spoke in reference that Ramosh was maker with that, but when it comes to the makeup, that has to be double-checked. But regular talcum powder, he does bring down, does it say, for Shabbos home. However, one is allowed to use talcum powder or baby powder on Shabbos to absorb sweat. Let's say if it's just for sweat purposes or to prevent a heat rash or diaper rash, for little babies or whatever the case is, um, sometimes people use powder. It's very hot or the like. It's nothing to do with coloring over here. Um, just some um, talcum powder, and it's not really refua. They just uh, to absorb the sweat or to to prevent to prevent a, a rash from, from occurring or the like. So then this is what he brings on. However, one would be allowed to use regular talcum powder or baby powder on Shabbos to absorb the sweat to prevent heat rash or diaper rashes. That is not a problem. The problems that come up, we, which we were talking about, is when it's being done for coloring. That's why there's a major difference in reference to the makeup issues and just using uh, regular talcum powder for these other inyanim. Okay, we'll stop here. Thank you for listening. That's lochum. Baruch O'Kultav.